Welcome to the Eau Claire Muse, where through stimulating conversations, we inspire our community to create the future it wants. This podcast is produced by the UW-Eau Claire Entrepreneur Program. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eau Claire Muse. I'm your host, Alexa Caperi, and today I'm here with my co-host, Ann Rupnow. Hi, everyone. Yep, I'm Ann Rupnow. I teach in the Entrepreneur Program and direct it, and super exciting for me today to be on this podcast because we have Klein Leonard as our guest, and Klein graduated recently from the Entrepreneur Program, and I'm super excited to talk to her. Uh, Welcome, Klein. Thank you, you too. Uh, uh, Alexa is going to kind of direct and lead the conversation today, but I'll be chiming in here and there as well. Uh, Just to start it out, though, I am curious, you have recently moved to where and tell us how that went. Yeah, so I recently moved to Austin, Texas. Um, It's a pretty long drive, about 20 hours trip, but it went pretty smoothly and I've been here for about a month now. Uh, Great. Well, it'll be fun to learn more about Austin as we keep in touch with you. Yes. We miss you here, though. (laughs) Oh, I miss you all, too. And I'm jealous of the weather down there right now. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We'll be jealous of your weather later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come back around. Yeah. All right. So, Klein, why don't you just tell everyone just a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, um... I grew up in Platteville, which is a small town in Southwest Wisconsin. And then I went to college in UW-Eau Claire for entrepreneurship, as Alexa is going for. And I graduated in May and shortly after, like I said, moved to Austin. And I've been here for about a month and I'm loving it. But what I do is commercial photography. I started that right around a year ago in August, and I've been loving it ever since. I get to work with businesses and portray their mission and values, and it's my favorite thing to do. That's so much fun. I love that. So where did the idea for Klein Leonard Photography come from? What inspired you? Yeah, so it's kind of built up over time. When I was a freshman in college, I took some pictures of my friends and posted them to Instagram. And I started getting inquiries for senior pictures, weddings, all that good stuff. Um, And then I got more inquiries for more interesting stuff like real estate and um, restaurant photography. So I really just kind of fell in love with the business side of photography which I think also is complemented by my business or the entrepreneurship program at school that I was going through. It just kind of all fell in line with what I was doing. So it's kind of slow progress, but ended up here. And Klein, we can have you um, at the end share your Instagram and how people can find and follow you. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now, do you want to say what your handle is and such? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as Klein Leonard Photography. My name is K-L-E-I-N-E-L-E-O-N-A-R-D. And then I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn. So feel free to add me anywhere there. All right. And we'll have those in the show notes later on as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. 
So what was it like starting your business as a student? I mean, a lot of us here in the entrepreneurship program, it's been a crazy time, especially with COVID and whatnot. So what's your story been like? Yeah. So honestly, to me, it was the best thing ever because I got to start up my business and then at the same time, go to classes where I'm learning about business. So I could kind of filter through my takeaways and directly apply it. So um, I just think that was the best thing ever because what takes a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs years and years, it only took me about two while I was in that program. But um, I guess the flip side of that, it was definitely difficult with scheduling, but I was very fortunate to have a lot of instructors like Anne who were very supportive. And if there were ever scheduling conflicts, they were actually excited to hear about what I was doing. So um, props to all of those professors. And yeah. It is really fun to watch when students are actually starting a business instead of just learning how to for the future because... Yeah, it does completely change how how invested uh, the person is in the learning. And it's mm-hmm. really been fun to see that in Ucline. I am remembering, however, that you had uh, a pivot. We don't seem to love that word so much anymore. But <laughs> um, do you want to tell us a little bit about how your sort of journey to land on your business um, idea and topic to really pursue Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So while I was in the program, I actually, um, I believe my business model was more on the branding side of things and graphic design. Um, Specifically, nobody steal this idea because it's brilliant. I'm just kidding. But um, (laughs) it was branding and interior design for restaurants. So specifically, um, going into restaurants picking out their furniture, their decor, their wall art, and then also logos and all that good stuff. So um, obviously that's a lot for one person to do. So I didn't decide to actually go through with that idea. But as I was experiencing all these inquiries with photography, I thought that um, being in a place photography-wise where I can still offer that value brand-wise would be the perfect option for me. So the way I like to look at my business is creating brand value through photography and really helping my clients um, communicate their message to their customers. So their customers understand what they do right away, just through looking at a picture. Yeah. And that's an awesome place to be at. Um, I'm pursuing some brand development and consulting as well. So It's super cool to hear your journey to land in that specific market. Um, So when you were starting your business here in Eau Claire as a student, what was appealing to you about the different businesses in Eau Claire and the area around us? I would say definitely the sense of community. Um, Eau Claire is the perfect size because it's not too small where you feel like you're stuck in one group. And it's not too big where you kind of get lost in the masses. So what really intrigues me about Eau Claire is that when you meet people and you network with people, it seems like they really have your back, 
when it comes, especially other business owners, because they understand what it's like to be going through that same thing. Yeah. Do you recall anything from your time in Eau Claire and starting a business? Like, are there any specifics that stand out to you about the community and our, our ecosystem? Yeah. Um, good point with the ecosystem, too. I think there are a lot of resources to get support from, which is also an amazing thing about Eau Claire. Um, not only through the school, but also in the community, um, things like pitching events, Startup 48, One Million Cups. Um, there are just so many opportunities to get your your business pitched out there without judgment if you're in the starting period of your business or even further along. So that would be another thing. And I personally was on One Million Cups and took a lot, a lot of value from that because of the feedback that people got. Um, I mean, they, they do a lot of sharing. So you can, it's a really easy way to get your name out there and to spread your message. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It is, uh, we do have a pretty awesome community that is so supportive. And that's one of the things I love about interacting with the entrepreneurial community is that genuine caring and support that exists. So fun to hear it from your perspective as well. Yeah. And yeah. And it's so cool to see that like the entrepreneurial community is we all just want to see everyone else succeed alongside us. And it's super cool that you were able to integrate yourself right into that as a student. And it's awesome to hear that other students are also able to be doing that as well. Um, so when you're kind of looking back, how did your like overall education like prepare you for your business? I know you had touched on how the entrepreneuring program had prepared you for it, but what about just overall education? Um, yeah, so I guess there were a lot of opportunities that weren't necessarily strictly education class-based. Like um, there were a lot of guest speakers that came in. Those were really great opportunities to meet business owners. Um, and there are a lot of mentorships and grants that kind of get sent out there too. So a lot of resources that way. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to apply to the Hello Adorn grant and mentorship, which was beyond helpful. I think the value that you get just from the mentorship is insane. Um, and Hello Adorn, the owners, Jess and Adam are just absolutely wonderful and they have a lot of experience. And I think mentorships like that just are the best way to learn quickly. And I was lucky to get that through education at UW Eau Claire. Yeah, they are great. Thank you for mentioning them. They're so, yeah. so supportive and really want to help students. And uh, there are opportunities like that. And sometimes students don't realize it or don't tap mm -hmm. into that or even community that may be listening uh, may want to throw some more opportunities out there for students. So Yeah, for sure. And we'll actually have a resources page on our Eau Claire Muse website for entrepreneurs if they want to reach out to us and we can put some more resources out there or if they just want to check it out for themselves, that'll be out there as well. That's a great resource. 
I would definitely look that up if I was still back there. (laughs) All right. So looking back at kind of where you started, um, what were some unexpected challenges and also some unexpected successes that led you to where your business is today? Mm -hmm. Um, Starting with challenges, I would say how you really need to strictly allocate your resources was something that I didn't know how to do right away because you're used to having that income. Um, So it's funny, I'm going through the same exact thing because I've just moved to a different market. So it's kind of bringing flashbacks to like actually first starting. But I don't think a lot of people realize that when you, you're not getting a steady stream of income because you're working a lot on this project that's going to give you a return, hopefully in the future, that you really have to stick to the basics, food and shelter. So um, that would be probably the biggest challenge. Successes, I would say, I kind of touched on this earlier, but it's just amazing what networking can do. Like there are people that I don't necessarily have strong relationships with, but I've chatted with a few times and I'm always surprised kind of to hear that they referred me to someone, which is amazing because it's just like, it's just the Eau Claire community that is just so supportive. Um, One business owner to the next. And I think those business owners those businesses understand what it's like to first be starting out and how important referrals are. Yeah, for sure. And were you involved in any type of like networking community or was it kind of just word of mouth for you? I would say it was more word of mouth. Um, Before I started, I bartended. So I was able to meet a lot of people that way. And that's actually where a lot of my referrals came from was people that I met on a mass just from seeing hundreds of people every day. One thing I've uh, always admired about you, Klein, is how you are proactive and you you take things in and then you act on that. And I love that about you. Um, And I've seen it. And I think that I've also seen it pay off. And so I'm wondering what sort of proactive things you are finding to do now to sort of help with that that mental piece that you talked about uh, can be challenging when you're trying to focus on your essential needs and get a business started at the same time have you found any things that help you with that yeah so I guess I'll share kind of what I'm doing right now because it's a little tougher in a market where there's a lot of competition but I did do this in Eau Claire too Um, I would say really stepping out of your comfort zone, not being afraid to go up to people and start a conversation because you never know where that conversation could lead. So for example, right now I'm joining a lot of networking groups on meetup, um, reaching out to other photographers, people in the same industry as me so that I can learn what the market's like, um, Also, just getting outside, being around people, walking their dogs, you know, that's a quick conversation piece. Oh my gosh, your dog is so cute. What's your name? (laughs) Um, It's all the little things that you don't really think about until you start doing. They really, really pay off. And then I guess proactiveness on less of a 
conversation level would be focusing on marketing and um, kind of like I mentioned earlier, I'm working on sending out handwritten letters to business owners so that I can try and get them on the phone. So finding a way to ease yourself into conversations with other people, I think is a great proactive thing to do and not necessarily doesn't have to be in that way, but anything, a phone call, um, an email, whatever. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like you're doing some strategic things, some thoughtful things, but you don't know which ones will really bring fruit, but you're, you are doing them and trusting and some Mm -hmm. of them will. That's awesome. Exactly. Um, I've been reading a lot lately because I'm like, man, this is tough in such a competitive market. And I'm reading this book called Blue Fishing. And basically he's talking about how um, instead of hitting a brick wall and hoping that it falls down, you just back up and you go a different route. So, you know, if these mailers don't work, okay, maybe I'll start calling people. Maybe I'll go down the street and go into all these businesses. You know, you just keep keep trying. And like you said, be proactive until you find something that works for you. And then the rest will take care of itself. Yeah, that's so smart. It's pretty impossible to sit back and in a room and come up with all the exact correct things that are going to work. Um, yeah, that's the other thing you said too is um, a lot of people are in analysis paralysis, I think it's called. So yeah. mm-hmm. you're like, okay, what should I do? And you spend all this time planning when in reality, when you spend all your time planning, you're not really being proactive. Um, so it's more important to just go out there and do the wrong thing than it is hope you do the right thing and spend all your time on this one thing. Such good advice. Yeah, for sure. It's all about that failing forward and just taking what you've been learning, um, Mm -hmm. along the way, just to keep on progressing instead of just staying, like you said, in that analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. So overall, um, why did you choose to leave the Eau Claire area for your business? Yeah, good question. Um, in all fairness, I absolutely love Eau Claire, but the winters are really hard. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone knows that that lives here. And um, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> They're just fun. They're very pleasant, actually. So, but um, I've always kind of wanted to just one, be in a different terrain, AKA a little bit more warmth and two, be in a larger city. I think growing up in Wisconsin, we're used to small town and Eau Claire is even a step up from where I'm from, but I think I just wanted to take it five steps higher, be in a big city that's growing is full of creativity and, um, I think really just mostly to push my limits to the max. So um, I think a city is a great way to challenge yourself when you're young. And that would be why nothing against Eau Claire. I think it's, I think it has its perks, but for now it was just the best thing for me. Yeah, for sure. And um, just a quick question. If you were to tell Eau Claire, like, what you were specifically looking for, what qualities would you hope Eau Claire would uh, pursue in the future to create those opportunities that you were looking for when you moved to Austin? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that right now there are just so many great entrepreneurial resources. So keeping that up and really welcoming outsiders to come into Eau Claire and be like, hey, we've got all these resources to start your business. Why not come here? It's great. Um, so I guess nothing that can be changed immediately, but kind of keeping up that inviting environment and welcoming people in to continue that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, we are uh, trying to up our game here all the time for yeah. entrepreneurs, for supports and, mm-hmm. and, and you guys really do a great job. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, we don't have the size of community that Austin has. <laughs> so, uh, I have heard people move here from Austin every once in a while. Really? Um, yeah. Hearsay. I don't know. I don't know any of those people, but, <laughs> um, but we, although we wish you were here, we, uh, don't hate you for moving. Know that. <laughs> well, I will always visit. I promise you that. <laughs> well, just let us know when you're back in town. We'll yeah. we'll grab coffee or something. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'll move back someday too. Who knows? <laughs> but we wish <laughs> right. you well, no matter where you are, of course. All right. So kind of like jumping into more of a forward thinking question. If we were currently in like 2026, like five years from now, what would you tell student entrepreneurs to look for in a place to establish their business? See, this is such a good question. I love it. Um, I would say really think about the costs, the opportunities, and the market that you're going to want to be in. First, with costs, Eau Claire would be a great place to start up cost-wise because it's relatively inexpensive, especially marketing-wise. Versus a place like Austin, I actually need to spend quite a bit of money to get my name out there. So um, there's that. But on the flip side, opportunities, you know, I have a lot of more access to business owners here just because of the sheer number. You know, Eau Claire has about 65,000 population, right? Mm-hmm. Something out there. Versus a city like Austin has a million. And then third, on that same note, who do you want your target market to be? If you're looking for a bunch of millionaires, Austin's probably a better spot to look for or a bigger city in general. But if you're looking for people like you, um, you know, selling the same type of things that you would want, maybe a market like Eau Claire would be better. So you've got to take a lot of angles and there's no perfect spot for everybody. Are you excited about uh, your opportunities that you are seeing, even though you're trying to get established there? And in some senses, you probably feel like you're starting over a little bit. But yeah. um, how are you feeling about the opportunity for yourself? I'm ecstatic about the opportunity. Um, like I said, it's kind of the reason I moved here. And while I'm kind of starting over, it still is that driving force that keeps me pushing forward. Um, yeah. Sorry. What was the main question again? No, I think you got it. Um, yeah. 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 I think you got it. I think you nailed it right on the head. 
Um, so just one last closing out question. What's some advice that you would give to students looking to their, establish their business here in Eau Claire instead of just in general? Mm-hmm. I would say Eau Claire is a great place to start your business. One, because of all the resources. Two, if if it fails, it fails. And, you know, you didn't put a whole, most likely didn't put a whole lot of your money into it. I mean, that totally depends on the business, but as far as cost wise, it is, it is a lot easier to market yourself in a place like Eau Claire than going huge. So I say, do it. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it, everyone. Just go for it. But really all the resources are there. All the support is there. The community is there. Um, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about the entrepreneurial environment in Eau Claire. So. Well, you're a wonderful example to um, people yeah. of all ages as we listen to your story. And uh, I just underscore again to everyone really how how active and thoughtful you were about your business. It didn't just come to you. You worked hard and you were intentional and uh, it's fun to see you grow, and I'll be watching you to see how your, where your path takes you in Austin, and uh, we'll definitely be cheering you on from Eau Claire. Well, thank you so much, and I'm happy to come back anytime, too, and get some coffee, like you said. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to share again with us what your handles are for your social media so people can find you and reach out to you if they're looking for a photographer in Austin? Yes, of course. So I'm on Instagram at Klein Leonard Photography. That's K-L-E-I-N-E-L-E-O-N-A-R-D Photography. I'm also on Facebook, Klein Leonard Photography, and LinkedIn. So feel free to add me. All righty. Sounds great. And those will again be in our show notes later on. And we will also have that resources page available for everyone So everyone can go check that out later on. But Klein, thank you so much for being on here today. We really appreciate all of your insight and all of your great advice that you've been giving to everyone today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and keep up the good work in Eau Claire. My thanks to Klein. Enjoyed the conversation. Have a great day and uh, keep in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Eau Claire Muse today. Please check out the show notes at theauclairemuse.com. And don't forget to like this segment and follow our social media pages so you don't miss out on any of our amazing guests. Today's podcast was brought to you by the UW-Eau Claire Entrepreneur Program, an active partner in our region's entrepreneurial ecosystem. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.